Hello, you're listening to the Secret Keepers Club podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm just so, so happy to have you here. My name is Carly Aquilino. I am your host, and we got a lot of questions sent in to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com, and we'll get right into those. But I just want to say before we even start, because I know you guys are going to notice it, my voice sounds very different. I'm a little sick. I've been sick for a couple of days. I don't know what the hell's going on. Um, it started off as just a tickle in my nose the other night and then boom, like now I'm sick. I think, I, I think it's a sinus infection. I am going to get, um, a COVID test tomorrow, but I just wanted to tell you guys that it's not a big deal. I don't want you to worry. I just wanted to tell you guys, cause I know you guys are going to notice it because it's like, I'm very breathy right now and I'm very nasally. So hopefully, um, hopefully it won't be too bad if I end up, you know, feel like if I feel like it's getting to be too much, I'm probably going to stop recording this and, and just pick up, you know, in the middle of the week when I'm feeling a little bit better, but, uh, happy holiday. If you're celebrating Easter, I'm recording this on Easter Sunday. I am obviously not seeing my family because I am sick, but I wouldn't be seeing them regardless because dun, 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 everyone in my family has COVID my mom, my dad, my brother, they're spending it together. Um, they're, they're going to be okay. Don't worry about it. Um, I think my dad had it the worst out of everyone. And my brother has had no symptoms, so that's good. But, uh, you know, they're just, uh, they're they're a little sticky family right now. So everybody will be okay. I don't want you guys to worry or anything. But, um, yeah, I'm just chilling on Easter. I was going to have Easter with my friend, but then I started feeling sick. And I said, you know what, until I get a test, I don't want to even... Uh, and even if I do have a sinus infection, I shouldn't really have, have seen anybody anyway, you know, so you got to just be careful out there. Hope everybody's feeling good. And we're going to get right into these emails. Let's see. As I said, you can send in questions to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. And if you have sent in an email and I haven't answered it, sometimes things unfortunately slip through the cracks. So you can send it back in and just kind of bump it up to the top and I'll get to it. So this first one says, can't move on. Hi, Carly, I'm 20 years old and it feels like I'm going through the worst heartbreak right now. My ex and I dated for almost four years and we were each other's everything. He was my best friend and I was super close to his family. Our spark started to die when he broke up with me. Um, we were both crying and he said that he's unhappy and he wants to be single and we both need to grow apart from each other. I do agree with him, but I found out he got a new girlfriend a month after our breakup. It absolutely crushed me. I feel like I meant nothing to him and he's treating this new girl so much better and having such a better time with her. It's hard for me to understand because I thought I knew this person like the back of my hand, hence growing up together. I'm struggling to move on and it's been six months. If you have any advice for this heartbroken girl, it would be very appreciated. Side note, I've been a fan for a while and your podcast always makes me feel better. Oh, well, thank you so much. I appreciate that very, very much, you guys. I, I always appreciate that. Um, okay. So I think we can all agree that when you love somebody and you guys break up and you still love them, even if you don't really love them anymore, it sucks to see somebody that you dated, somebody that you loved with somebody else. And what we do in our head is we kind of sensationalize it because what do we see? We see the stuff that they decide to post on social media. So you're only seeing the good things and the pictures that were planned out and the happy pictures with everyone smiling and everybody's having a great time and they really love each other and blah, 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 blah. They're posting all this stuff on Instagram or Facebook, wherever you're seeing it. So 
of course you're going to be like, wait a minute, he loves her more than he loved me. He is so much better to her than he was to me. And girl, that's just not the case. Um, it's a new relationship. They've been together for a little while. They're obviously in this like honeymoon phase and they're, they're posting stuff on, on their social media. So with that all being said, I will say too, like block them, block them just to get them out of your feed. If you're seeing their posts and stuff, um, and just know that what you see online isn't what's happening in real life. And even if they are happy, maybe try and this is what I've done in the past. And this like takes a lot. I haven't been able to do this very many times, but I've done it to people that I, you know, really love and care about where I'm just like, okay, if you're happier with this person, then please just, I want you to be happy. Please just go be with that person, you know? So think of it like that as terrible as that feels um, just know that you'll feel better and you'll get past it and you'll find your person that's going to make you feel great. Um, but at the end of the day, if it's not working out as much as, as hard as it is to walk away from somebody that you love when it's not working out, it's always the best thing to do. Um, you, you gotta do it. So you did the right thing. Don't second guess yourself. I know you're hurting. I know you're sad. Of course you are. And I'm so sorry, but, um, time, time will heal this. And I will also just throw in here. Men have very different, um, ways that they deal with sadness or a breakup or whatever it is. You know, we are feeling the things while they're happening. Men kind of just like they have this idea when they're in a relationship that they're like, Oh God, I could be with all these girls and blah, 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 blah. And then we break up and then he goes and gets another girlfriend or hooks up with a few other girls. And he's just kind of like trying to do that. He's not even focusing on the fact that he said, and then guess what, girl, I'm telling you, they always come back. They always, always come back. So they feel it a little bit later than we do, but you're, completely I completely understand why you feel that way and and it'll get better just trust that it'll get better and it's okay to be sad you know it's okay okay this next one says advice for our pregs bridesmaid sorry guys I feel like I'm like speaking as if I just got done running um, okay. Hey, Carly. First off, I just want to say how much I love the pod. I'm also from Long Island. Shout out to Suffolk County and listening to you every week reminds me of home. Side note, if the fuck, Mary kill you did with Mike Feeney in parentheses, Long Island food edition, bagels, subs, and bacon, egg, and cheese is genuinely impossible. All of those foods are impossible to kill. And I miss them so much after five plus years living off the Island girl, you are not wrong on that. That's probably the most difficult fuck, Mary kill we've ever done because it's like, how could you kill any of these things? What's harder, a fuck, marry, kill where you, where you love everything or a fuck, marry, kill where you hate everything? I think it's a fuck, marry, kill where you hate everything. If it's like three disgusting people, you know, that you just like despise, you still have to fuck one and you have to marry one for the rest of your goddamn life. I feel like that's gotta be worse. Um, Okay. Anyway, I wanted to write with a strategy for our pregnant bridesmaid from this week's episode on how to maneuver not drinking while getting ready with all the girls. I've been a bridesmaid in four weddings. I've never been a pregnant um, and I never drink while getting hair and makeup done and getting ready. I normally wait until after the formal pictures have been taken 
and then I will take my first cocktail um, and then proceed to get drunk as fuck. <laughs> Here's why. I'm someone whose eyes give them away immediately when they drink. Like I can have two beers and you can tell. My eyes get so small when I smile. Um, heavy bridesmaids makeup plus drinking equals no bueno. Girl, I hear you on that one. I'm like, I feel like if I have a drink, I'm a dead giveaway by the way I speak and the way that I look. So I hear you on that one. So when I'm offered a mimosa while getting ready, I always say, no, thank. I don't, I don't want my eyes to be squinty for pictures. I'm going to wait until cocktail hour. I've never had anyone question this logic because a it's genuinely true. And B every bridesmaid cares how she looks in the pictures. I've also known other bridesmaids who will turn down a drink and say, I don't want to be bloated in my dress, or I don't want to look bloated for pictures. Those are also really, really good ones. Um, I've also been a maid of honor when offered a drink. I say, I'm not drinking until after my speech because I don't want to be slurring my words. That's a good one too. Look at you. How helpful. So this is, um, in response to the girl last week who is pregnant and doesn't want to kind of like take the day away from her friend, um, on her wedding and she's a bridesmaid. So she was like, how do I pretend not to drink? Okay. So she says, feel free to steal my excuse. If it makes sense for you. I also feel obligated to say that if the bride slash other bridesmaids are more concerned about why you're not drinking or pressuring you to drink, um, then they are with the fact your friend is getting married. That's a them problem, not a you problem. Set a boundary, girl. I have so much fun at weddings and congrats on the baby. There you go. We're helping each other out here. Okay. This one says hot girl summer or <laughs> hi, Carly. Love the pod and kiss you, Robert and Stanley, right on the lips. May even sneak in a little tongue. Only if Robert will allow it. You guys, I don't know if you follow me on Instagram, but my Instagram story, I had posted a picture of Robert sleeping the other day with his little tongue hanging out. And I'm just like, honestly, at that point, I'm going to punch you in the face because you're so cute. Um, okay. She said, anyway, I just have a simple question for my faves. I'm in a whole phase right now. And I recently met the nicest guy. He is such boyfriend material. This guy is always making me laugh. He's so sweet. And other things that check all the boxes that make me nauseous at the same time. Um, my question is, do I go for it and get booed up or do I partake in hot girl summer now that everybody's out here getting vaccinated. I am truly conflicted because I do enjoy his company, but the rising Scorpio in me wants to have a hot girl summer. Love you. Love you. Love you. Thanks for making a girl laugh. Okay. Here's my, <laughs> I might not be the right person to ask this, but to me, if you really, really liked them, you wouldn't even question. You wouldn't even question this. If you really liked him, it would be a no-brainer that you would want to be with him instead of going out and having a little hot girl summer. Girl, go out and, and continue your whole phase until it gets chilly out. And that's what I'm going to say. Don't, don't hate me for saying that, but to me, I'm like, go out, have fun. You've been in the house for a freaking year, right? Go out, meet new people. And if you were like, I really, really like him and I feel like he's the one, what should I do? I would say be with him. But you're just saying he's boyfriend material, right? He's not a fuck boy. He's boyfriend material, which is nice. And if you guys really like each other, he'll still be there when, when, when the winter comes. Okay. We can circle back to him when we have our little, our little leggings on and, and, you know, our down jackets. But as of right now, I'm always going to tell you guys to be a hoe. <laughs> 
Okay, let's see this one. Help the saddie become a baddie again. Hi, Carly and all of your fur, ch fur children. I absolutely adore you in the podcast. I moved away from New York, but I still feel so close to you guys. Oh, well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, because of the pandemic and moving states a few times, I've lost all the confidence I've ever had. To preface, my boyfriend and I started dating in the beginning of the pandemic and have moved a few times, all for different reasons. I'm very much a ho homebody, so... Leaving my hometown was hard in and of itself, and then moving to all these different places with all these different people. It has been hell, but like a good hell because I love this man. Besides the point, I don't really have friends. All my friends are in New York, in parentheses, all three of them. Hear that, sister. Uh, I haven't made any new friends since. That and having a midlife crisis, I'm trying to figure out what I want to do with my life, with my career, all while moving states. I used to be a social butterfly and and would meet new people left and right, but I just lost all of that. I used to be so confident in myself and my abilities, but I lost it. I'm so insecure now, and I feel like I've lost myself completely. My boyfriend is a huge gamer, and he has a ton of friends who he actually hangs out with all over the country. They game pretty much every night, which is fine, but... Then this new bitch comes along. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's a new bitch? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I thought this was going to be, okay. Sometimes you guys really are out here throwing curveballs and I don't even see this coming. When she said that then this new bitch comes along, who? I guess I should keep reading. Let's take a sip of my tea. Wow, okay, so there's a new bitch, okay. Roger that, copy that. Okay, here we go. Um, she's super nice and sweet and overly friendly to my boyfriend. Girl, let me tell you how bad I want to rip that girl from the headset and tell her to stop being so flirty and sweet to my motherfucking boyfriend. I confronted him saying it makes me uncomfortable and she gives me bad vibes, but he reassured me that he has never met her and he has no contact with her outside of gaming. He also said, even though he's a friendly person, he's not dumb. He knows when to say no, which is somewhat reassuring. Um, that used to never offend me or get me riled up because I'd be so confident in myself. But since I lost that, I'm insecure of these little things that get under my skin. How in the sweet baby Jesus do I get my self-esteem back? How do adult women even make friends anymore? Where do I even start? All your advice and wisdom is greatly appreciated. Okay. This is very interesting. I want to know what this girl is saying to your damn boyfriend, first of all. But again, I mean, they're on a video game together. I'm sure it's innocent. I'm sure that you know, I just mean like, I want to know what she's saying to him. That's making you kind of have these like, uh, alarms going off in your head. But I think that a lot of people have felt this way in the last year when it comes to like self-esteem and feeling that this way about ourselves, because we've been in the fucking house the entire year, right? We've been in the house. We've been wearing sweatpants every day. You're not really like getting ready. It's just kind of like, oh, I'm going to shower, throw my hair up in a bun and call it, a, call it a goddamn day. Okay. If I put chapstick on, that's me getting ready at that point. So I get what you're saying. So I think that what you should focus on right now, because first of all, moving is so, so overwhelming and you've done it multiple times during a really, really stressful year to begin with. So I wouldn't expect you to just be like moving to another new city and then like, hey, let me go in and meet some friends during a pandemic when nothing's open. Girl, give yourself a little bit more credit here. It's not that easy. You know what I'm saying? Um, and don't be like, oh, my boyfriend has all these friends. He talks to them every night because they were doing an activity together. It kind of makes more sense why he would be in contact with these people. I think you need to give yourself a little bit of a break here. But 
what we're going to do is we're going to do something every day that makes us feel confident for a week, say for a week, right? One day you're going to blow dry your hair. The next day you're going to, all these little simple things that cost $0 that will make you feel so much better. It's crazy. Even if you like cook yourself a nice little dinner, um, one day you blow dry your hair, the next day you paint your nails or you go get a manicure or you buy a new little face mask and you put that on, take a bath one night, you know, all these little things, they really, really do add up and make a difference. Um, girl, sometimes I'm just sitting in my house. I'm putting freaking eyeliner on. Okay. I love that shit. If I need to judge myself, I'm going to judge. And it always makes me feel better. Go for a little walk around the block. Hello. Look at me. Look at my damn eyeliner today. That's what I say to people. Anywho, I think that every, give yourself every day for this week. I really think we should be doing nice things for ourselves every single day, but Hey, how about one day you buy yourself a bouquet of flowers? There's endless amount of things that you can do for yourself that are just little treats. Um, and I think it'll boost up your energy. I think it'll boost up your confidence and it'll make you feel good. So also don't worry about this gamer chick who, who, who the gosh darn hell is this girl, right? Okay. So let me know how that goes, okay? And again, I am not a licensed psych psychologist. <laughs> but that that's what works for me. Give yourself a little bit uh, give yourself a little bit of credit. And how do you meet friends, girl? That's a tough one. That's a tough one for everyone. I know I always bring this up, but they do have Bumble BFF, which is like an app that you can meet friends on um you know, in your area, which is seems great. Okay, you guys, just a quick word from our sponsors, HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get fresh pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. HelloFresh lets you skip those trips to the grocery store and makes home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. With HelloFresh, you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in about 30 minutes or less. No more stressful meal planning or grocery store trips. With over 25 recipes to choose from each week, there is something for everyone to enjoy. All their recipes are tested and designed by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. HelloFresh is also 28% cheaper than your shopping at your local grocery store and 72% cheaper than a restaurant without sacrificing the quality. You can easily change your delivery days or food preferences and skip a week whenever you need. You guys, I know this HelloFresh ad like the back of my hand because I've loved them for a long time they love us they love you you love them anything that makes my life easier anything that has to do with cooking and kind of switching it up in the kitchen because you know me I'm always just kind of throwing stuff together um, I absolutely love it and they always uh, you know have really delicious food and th th I've never been disappointed you can go to hellofresh.com secretkeepers12 and use code secretkeepers12 for 12 free meals including free shipping that's hellofresh.com secretkeepers12 and code secret keepers 12 for 12 free meals, including free shipping. And I think that the way that I've always met people is like from working, like depending on like my best friend, I met her at work a million years ago. Um, and then just like people I come in contact with like that girl, Morgan, that I did this, like that Tori Birch photo shoot with, I'm friends with her now. Like I have like a couple of new friends that are kind of in the mix um, that I've just met another girl works at the hair salon that I go to. Like, I'm just a friendly person and I'll just be like, 
oh my God, I'm obsessed with this. Cause I, I, I love my little cuties. I love my little cutie girls. So don't be afraid to put yourself out there because I've also noticed um, that most women, if not all that I speak to have two friends or three friends or something like that. Like true friends. Listen, I have more, like I have a group of friends that I'm friendly with and I can hang out with them and we can go out to dinner and blah, blah, blah. But I'm talking true, real friends. Even if you have a group of say 10 people, which is absurd to me that, cause it's just unfathomable to me. But say you have a group of 10 close friends, who is your real girls? Who's the one that you could go out with? She's sleep at your house. It's not weird. You don't need this one to be there in order to see that one, you know, like a true, true friend. So I've noticed just by speaking to other women that it's very, very common. So don't beat yourself up over that either. Okay, let's do this one. Oh my God, girl. This one says my best friend tried to steal my man. Oh my God, that is not okay unless I'm doing it. Longtime listener of the podcast, totally obsessed. Thanks so much, girl. I appreciate it. I've had this friend, let's call her Jen, for almost six years now. And over the years, we became pretty tight, probably the closest friendship I've had in my adult years. 100% thought of her as a sister. We worked together, live across the hall from each other, and would do literally everything together. I never felt there was much of a riff in our relationship, but I noticed some odd behaviors from her in the past year. To back up during the time frame of our friendship, I've dated a lot, but I've never been in a serious, committed, or exclusive relationship. However, I did um, that once while I was casually dating a guy last year, and whenever Jen was around, she was ex extremely flirty with him. Okay, sister. She was extremely flirting with him and making some snarky comments about me in front of him. I didn't really chalk it up to much considering I wasn't too concerned about this guy and Jen knew I wasn't serious about him. Fast forward to now, I started dating a guy for about six months and I have completely fallen for and things have gotten pretty serious. We are exclusively dating each other and planning what our futures will look like. I'm really happy this relationship is different and she knows how into each other we are. Again, Jen comes in being extremely flirtatious, making snarky comments about me, not only to him, but really to anybody who will listen and making sexual comments about him and me. What? Okay, making sexual comments about him to me and others in our friend group. The final straw for me was her reaching out and rubbing his thigh at a party with me and my sister standing right next to him. This not only made my boyfriend uncomfortable because he feels stuck in the middle of a very awkward situation, but it made me really betrayed. It, it made me feel betrayed. Um, we were surrounded by a bunch of people and she did it under the table. I didn't feel like being confrontational. I waited a few days to cool off and bring all of this to her attention because when I'm angry, I can get pretty aggressive. When I felt calm enough to talk to her about it, she immediately started crying. Mm -hmm. She immediately started crying and claimed that she remembers none of these things mentioned and that she must have quote unquote time traveled back to when she was dating her ex or mistaking her boy. Okay, sister and mistaken my boyfriend for her ex. Long story short, I received no real apology. My sister and my boyfriend were called liars and I get blamed for losing my shit um, for losing my trust in her over something that she had quote unquote, no recollection of. Of course, I understand that no one is perfect. And I asked her quite a few times if I had done anything to upset her to make her act this way. And she denied that anything was wrong. I guess I'm just wondering how to move forward as I still work with this girl and live across the hall from her. Oh my gosh. 
In addition to that, I'm extremely hurt by this person that I maybe naively thought would always have my back. Have you ever experienced a similar situation? How do you deal with the loss of a best friend? Any advice slash insight would be greatly appreciated. Okay. Here's the thing. Um, you got to cut her out. She's out to me. Okay. I don't care that she lives across the hall from you. You close your damn eyes when you leave, when you leave your goddamn door at that point, because I'm, I wouldn't be able to even look at her. The fact that she didn't even own up to the fact that she was clearly flirting and obviously flirting with your boyfriend in front of so many people is embarrassing. She should be embarrassed. And to me, it's like, okay, you don't remember a girl. So you were blacked out. What about the other guy that I was dating that you flirted with? What about him? You were blacked out then too. Maybe you have a drinking problem. Maybe you should go to, maybe you should go to freaking Alcoholics Anonymous at that point. The fact that she said she time traveled like, bitch, what are you, Elon Musk? Get out of my face. Okay. If, if she were to apologize and say, I feel like I've been thinking about it. I feel like an asshole. I don't know what the hell came over me. All this stuff. If she were to really give you a genuine apology, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I would never do that to you. It'll never happen again. Then maybe I would say you can consider being friends with her again because people make mistakes and it is what it is, right? I don't really want to be out here holding grudges, but I hold a grudge against this girl for you. No. And there is a, a level of betrayal too. Just like if you're in a relationship, if your friend betrays you, it hurts. It hurts. But you just got to move on. Close that door. Enjoy your life with your boyfriend and your other friends and your family and whatever else. And you got to close that door as much as it sucks. And, but I will say all of these situations, anytime I've been in a situation like this in my life, it teaches you a lot about other people, about how to deal with things, about red flags, about yourself and about your self-worth. And you're worth more than that. I know it sounds like I'm crying, but I'm not. I'm sick, okay? But <laughs> I cannot get over that. The fact that she said she time-traveled, what, sister? It's a hell no. Okay. Update from the prison princess. Just kidding. Don't call me that. <laughs> okay. So this is from the girl that had written in a couple of episodes ago about her going to jail. Her friend was constantly visiting her in jail. Right. And then when she got out of jail, the friend is pretty much nowhere to be found. She's ignoring her. She didn't wish her a Merry Christmas. She didn't wish her a happy birthday and they were best, best friends. So it's kind of weird that when this girl gets out of jail, her friend that has been so loyal to her this whole time, um, just kind of disappears. I suggested that it was the, the boyfriend doing it, but let's get into it. First off, I just want to start off by saying, I heard you read my letter. I actually started crying. Oh, I hope it was good, girl. I hope it was a good cry. Uh, you made my life. My boyfriend thinks I have a problem because I just discovered the Patreon and subscribe. So of course, I've been trying to catch up on your videos and podcast episodes. I'm just trying not to overwhelm myself. <laughs> your boyfriend's going to hate me. Um, even though I was nervous of the outcome, I decided to take your advice and text my best friend, which gave me severe anxiety. Well, guess what? She ignored me. My boyfriend was wondering if maybe she even changed her number. I sent her a short and sweet text to the point and nothing. To be honest, I feel worse, but in a way better, in a, in a way better, I guess. Um, now I know there is truly no going back. I feel like she died. I know it might sound exaggerating, but that's how bad it hurts. 12 years of friendship gone. 
um, unless you've been to prison, you don't understand that when somebody holds you down and visits you and goes through being incarcerated with you, your bond gets stronger for her to basically abandon me. And now I'm out is the last thing that I ever thought would happen. I would never have done this to her. I'm trying to stay as positive as I can. I could ramble on forever about details and updates on my life, but I'll spare you. What I'm basically trying to say is I'm accepting best friend applications. Just kidding. There's no way those exist. <laughs> Um, I'm going to try and look forward and focus on my future and getting situated. I could give you another million life updates, but I'm not going to bombard you with those. Thank you for pushing me out of my comfort zone. I never thought texting my quote unquote best friend would have been so nerve wracking, but it's over now. I had to ask the girls in the Facebook group, what kiss you right on the lips, man. And now I know kiss you right on the lips, Carly K Y R O T L <laughs> kiss you right on the lips. Um, so, Okay. I'm glad that you did it. I'm glad that you did it because I'm kind of just like, if it's, if it was haunting you so much, you got to just give it one more chance sometimes to really just say, you know what, this is the last shot. And that way, you know, in the back of your head, right? Hey, I did all that I could. Maybe she was waiting for me to reach out to her, you know, and I did. And now she didn't answer. So I'm done. You can finally wipe your hands clean of it. And it shouldn't, you know, it, it won't be following you in the way that it was. And even though, yes, you're right. It, it hurts, but you feel better because you feel lighter about the situation. Okay. There's a lot of friend emails this week, right? Brothers and sisters. Okay, this one says, if he wanted to, he would. Girl, I'm going to get that tattooed on my damn face. Uh, love you so much. Love this podcast. Thank you for making me laugh alone in my car. Uh, I love listening to your advice and listening to everyone writing in weekly. I'm writing this because I think we can all agree that the bar is so fucking low for guys. I mean, the bare minimum and everyone just shits their fucking pants. It's insane. <laughs> oh, no, not shits their pants. So I'm writing this not as a brag, but hopefully everyone will know that you don't need to settle. And truly, girl, if you wanted to, then he damn would, okay? I met my boyfriend four years ago on vacation in Ireland. I lived in the US and he lived in Scotland, but we hooked up at a bar while on vacation, romantic as fuck. We exchanged numbers, talked to him, talked all the time. And three weeks later, I flew to Scotland to see him again. Oh my God, what is this, 90 Day Fiance? Um, it really was love at first sight situation. And after all, and after that first visit, we decided to be fully committed and fuck it. We were going to do long distance. When I tell you, I trusted this man's without question, not to be a fuck boy from literally 3000 miles away. I mean it never questioned anything. And my ex had cheated on me while like it was his damn job. And <laughs> I always thought that I would have major trust issues. So fast forward to two years of long distance traveling back and forth. He quit his career to move to the US to be with me two years of living together. And we now have a home and the cutest puppies in the entire world. So I fucking cannot when guys do the bare minimum and we accept it. It's not all rainbows. He pushes my buttons like nobody's business, but we should never settle for somebody that wouldn't literally move across an ocean for us. It is possible ladies. Wow. And then she gives a fuck, Mary kill. Wow, girl, you're the only person I've ever heard of that actually made out with a guy on vacation and that and now is with him. That is amazing. That's like what I was saying before, where I'm like, does that ever really happen? Well, there you go. You're living proof. And I 100% agree. Don't settle. Don't settle. If it helps, if you're trying to date people and you feel like you keep settling, write a list of everything that your person needs to have. And I'm not talking, don't, I'm not talking, don't think that I'm talking about like, oh, he needs to have freaking 40 mansions and a diamond freaking Escalade. 
Okay. That's not what I'm talking about. Who he is as a person, what his values are, who he fundamentally is in his heart and soul and his relationship with his friends, his relationship with his family, maybe what he does for a living, maybe where he's at in his life in terms of like, I want him to, uh, you know, whatever. I want him to want to either have a house or want to buy a house with me or something, whatever you want in your relationship. That was probably a really bad example because I just said that that's not what I was talking about. But hey, that stuff matters too if you're looking for your long-term person, right? Um, so yes, and then her fuck Mary Kill. I think that I think that I'm gonna uh I think we're gonna do the fuck Mary Kill and then we're gonna be done with this episode, you guys, just because I I I'm having a hard time <laughs> literally breathing through my mouth and talking at the same time. Um, but we're gonna do the fuck Mary Kill. So it's the Jonas brothers, and this is a hard one. This is a hard one, right? Because it's kind of a TBT, even though they have resurfaced recently. Um Okay. So it's Kevin, Nick and Joe, right? You got to marry Kevin. I th- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. You got to marry Nick, right? Nick is the hottie with the body. Um, he's so, he's so cute. I met him in real life. He's nice. Um, he kind of gives me, and he's, he's married to that beautiful woman. I'm kind of like, he kind of gives me big dick energy, right? He's married to like a beautiful woman that's older than him. Yeah. We're going to marry him. And then we're going to fuck Joe. And I'm sorry, Kevin, but you didn't stand a chance, babe. I don't know if Kevin was, I'm sure there's a few people that were like, Oh, when I was young, Kevin was my favorite. Just kind of, I kind of liked that one weird Hanson brother when I was little, that the one that like nobody liked, I liked him. Because I, I think I had a better chance. I think I thought I had a better chance with him than I did with the, with the two cute ones. <laughs> so you got to kill Kevin. Sorry, Kev. I'm sure he's a really nice guy, though. God bless. But um, yeah, thank you guys so much. And again, if you want to send in questions, you can send them in to us at secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. I will be back with you guys next week. I won't be congested. It'll be a good special day. And I hope you guys are healthy and happy and I will see you next week. Bye.